Hello, everybody. This is Scott. I'm joining your normal host, Jeff Stein, Mike Boyle, Hi. and Ivan Jivan Rivera on episode number 50 of News of the Square. Wow. Boy, this is like the milestone week, isn't it? Episode 100 and episode 50. Jeez. Right. What better way to spend our quarantine? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Cheers for that. Yeah, we, no. we need the we need that sound effect. <laughs> 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 yeah, that one. Quarantine. <laughs> what? Where, where do I find that in the liquor store? <laughs> no, this Next is not. That's uh, over by the turpentine and the solvents. Right? Oh. Oh. Oh, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. <laughs> yeah. Crazy news that you can use that hopefully it's. Totally virus-free, but not 100%. Uh, let's yeah. get started. <laughs> okay, we, boys. I guess, I, I guess I'll start with this one, huh? Okay, yeah. What do we got? Uh, let's we got? take a look. Even though it's from our good friend, Mike Boyle. Yes. Uh, so a man is dating a ghost and fears she's cheating on him during lockdown. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I said. Uh... I guess there's someone out there for everyone, whether in this life or next. For the next two years, New Jersey's Gary Dinola says he's been uh, for well, not for the next year, for two years. I'm sorry, for two years, Gary Gary Dinola says he's been dating a ghost, not dating a chick that ghosted him. We're talking the spooky variety. I wonder which app he used to find her. Yeah, that's uh, ghosts are us probably. Um, Is there a ghost Tinder? Yeah, ghost Tinder. Yeah, maybe it's thunder. I don't know. Catchphrase anyway. is "find your find your new boo." <laughs> wow, that was that's good. Okay, <laughs> that was bad. that was good yet bad. Okay. Anyway, uh, Danola says things have been great with Lisa. He named the ghost. Really, the ghost ga- the ghost has a name. Oh, okay. Lisa. Uh, until the corn the coronavirus lockdown for the first month of the crisis he says the two were inseparable as she would help him cook full laundry watch tv and obviously have sex uh but okay noise <laughs> ah. do not get together with doodles these aren't there's not even a doodle there ain't even anything to doodle it's thin air <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, yep they got cool world for that reference okay yeah, but, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. what the reference is Although I, I bet most of the 20-somethings, uh, if we had any, were, who are listening going, what that cool world? Uh, it's a really bad 90s animation. Is that Brendan Fraser? No. Who Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was in Cool World? I think yes. so. In uh, Kim Basinger. Yes, it's definitely Kim yeah. Basinger. Kim Basinger, what? And I definitely, and I, I want to say Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, yes. Uh, is it? It is Brad Pitt, right? Okay. It is Brad Pitt. Anyway, getting back to the story. Getting back to the story, yeah. The but story. like most relationships during this time, it looks like good times didn't last. Gary is now feeling, fearing the worst because he says his ghostly gal has stopped obeying the rules of lockdown. And he fears <laughs> she has been seeing other men. Because over the last <laughs> month, she's always going out, never tells him where she's going. And Jess says she's going out with with friends. <laughs> the man thought he asked it. It's a girl's ghost, ghostly girls' night out. <laughs> uh, Gary 
Curtis. Curtis goes on to emphasize he's Man, not God, crazy, but feels something is off. <laughs> yeah, more like you, Gary. I think you're the one who's off. That's... <laughs> yeah, man. Can we say thank you, Mr. Leary? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just imagine it's got to be like this scene in Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, where the one, where, one uh, going, going down on Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, yeah, that kind of thing. Is it like that? Is that what happens? Bustin' makes me feel good. Yeah, Bustin' does make me feel good. Bustin' nuts. I had him on my fantasy team, I think. Bustin' nuts. Bustin' nuts? (laughs) Or he's in porn. I can't remember which. He's a... What what, what, what was he, a uh, point guard? Uh, I don't know about that. Wide receiver. Uh, Yeah, wide receiver tight end, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, our next story is from Delish. Uh, this is now, I've been doing jigsaw puzzles to help with my quarantine time. So Heinz Ketchup has released an all-red jigsaw puzzle that'll help keep you busy during quarantine. It's 570 pieces, all red. Good luck, Mike. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> I, thought of, I thought of you the second I saw that, Mike. Oh, my God. Scrolling through Instagram these days, I usually see a whole lot of banana bread, throwback photos, and completed puzzles. Hey, I'm not complaining. I'm glad people are finding simple but fun ways to stay entertained while staying inside. But Heinz has also taken note of this, it seems, because of the brand just made an all-red puzzle. 570 pieces all the same red hue of the famous Heinz ketchup. Putting it together may take a while since there are no images or lines to guide you. Oh, and they're all like, they're no goofy shapes. They're all just like semicircular cutouts and indents. Oh my god! Because <laughs> sometimes like they'll get a little wavy, like uh-huh. in times like when I've, I've done a lot of jigsaw puzzles in the last couple of months, and I tell uh-huh. you, I'm as you might say I'm something of an expert. <clears throat> yeah, these this is this is torture. This is. This this goes against the Geneva Convention. You know what this is? This is getting back at us for not putting ketchup on hot dogs. Mm. <laughs> By the way, if Gary were to do this puzzle, maybe he wouldn't have so many problems with Yeah, this, like, with with ghostly his ghostly girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Who would want to do this? Seriously. It's no, all this, red. This is sacrilege. This is this yeah, is Yeah, why? <laughs> Something to keep you busy, I guess, and it'll well, keep you, you very, very busy. Yeah, keep you going for a long time. You have the to be the most anal retentive person in the world to want to do this. No. <laughs> you really do. I mean, to be that level of attentive of oh, that's the one. That I, mean, I think Heinz should do a contest, like like whoever can like like do like a live video stream. It doesn't have to be like in one shot or whatever, but the one sitting, but. Someone who could put it together the fastest. Mm-hmm. You'd think. You'd think maybe they could have some like kind that. of contest or something. You'd think that would be smart. Uh, speaking of things that didn't happen that weren't smart, hmm. uh, Red Lobster customer fights with staff in ridiculous Mother Day melee. Uh, apparently, this is back from Mother's Day. Uh, the biscuits are good, but they're not that good. Nevertheless, Red Lobster drew a big and at times unruly crowds in Ross Township, Pennsylvania. Uh, over the weekend. And because Pennsylvania opened up the weekend prior. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, as, as you can see from the video, 
but she's already racked up 2.4 million views. Not everybody was in a holiday mood. Uh, the police got there, uh, involved, in, but no arrests were made. Uh, this is just one episode from this faithful Sunday. Social media captured a full parking lot of dozens of customers for hours waiting for food. And the Some line goes around it. the building. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, oh, I no, see. They absolutely. were just, they, it wasn't, they were just, they, they weren't going in to dine. They were just there to pick up, pick up food. Yeah. How about a little perspective? Yeah. People, uh, with, with backlash still going strong, Red Lobster climbed in trending, in a trending list on Wednesday. The, uh, the company's CEO issued a statement. I apologize that we disappointed many of you this past weekend as we, as you placed Mother's Day's orders, uh, one of the most important days of the year. We received Significantly more online orders than we've ever gotten in a single day, despite a. You mean even one during like the shrimp festival? You, you've never gotten more of that. Way. No one, no one wants to cook on Mother's Day. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Unless you're a guy, then you get stuck cooking. I had to cook steaks well, in the in forty degrees. Right, exactly, in exactly. You love how you love how that works. Nobody wants to cook on Mother's Day. Father's Day, go out there and grill, fucker. Um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Seriously, get your ass out there and grill. Yeah, people. like that. They'll get the you know world's greatest dad barbecue apron. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> here and, and while you're at it, here here's like some sort of crazy project that you should do. <laughs> so they, all the instructions in Spanish. So all these worry, people waited in line and they had to turn people away. Wow, it was People bad. Waited was... for hours. Maybe maybe Lisa Gary's girl was there. That's what the problem was. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know what they could have been doing while they were waiting? They could have been doing the Heinz ketchup puzzle. Yeah, the, uh, they all yeah, could have helped. Puzzle. Yeah, they all could have helped with the with yeah. the Heinz puzzle. Yeah. All right. So what yeah, else we got? We got all right. The... This one's from the Huffington Post. Yeah. A massive horde of goats escapes and runs amok in the California neighborhood. Yes. Okay. Goats. This is in San Jose. San Jose. They were bad. On my way. Yes. <laughs> this is the craziest. So it's according to someone here. This is the craziest thing to happen in all quarantine. And with three goat emojis, a resident said about 200 goats running free in San Jose. <laughs> About 200 goats that were supposed to be cleaning dead weeds and brush from a hill in California goat uh, goat loose. I say to say instead the article says instead of they got loose they goat loose. Oh god! Everybody goat loose. Yeah. Now I need that video, the goat loose video. From their uh, they got loose from their enclosure on Tuesday and ran wild in an East San Jose neighborhood, according to NBC uh, Bay Area. According to the gentleman's tweet, Rollins had left home and run an, to run an errand and returned to a sea of goats. That's awesome. You oh, saw so to go to NBC Bay Area's Twitter page. There's a video of it, and yeah, it's yeah, it's something you don't see every day. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. A running of the goats. Yeah. Ready? So let's go. So let's goat. Yeah. And we're not saying greatest of all time either. Uh, now, is that? I guess 
Well, I guess in fairness, if they are in a group like that, that could hurt, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, what am I talking so, about? About 15 years ago, the hill behind the Rollins family home got caught fire. And he Mm -hmm. told USA Today, since then, the goats visit for a few days every year to clear out the dead grass in the area to prevent another fire. Uh, But the guy told NBC that on Tuesday evening, one of the goats was trying to eat flowers over the electrical fence that kept him contained and somehow Mm -hmm. managed to break it. When the goats realized they had a clear route to freedom, chaos quickly ensued. Free wow. the goats. Free the goats. So the great. So there's lots of great comment sections here about, you know, of course, you know, the earth is healing. We are the virus. The goats are free in the streets. And say, like, yeah, one one sent one commented. Damn, even the goats are tired of staying home. Oh, wow. <laughs> and one other one other another Twitter poster said, wait, they're not wearing masks. They're crowding together. <laughs> I hate to clean up the street after they went through. <laughs> and somebody else uh, made a simple tweet just saying, the kids are all right. Oh. 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 Okay. Oh. And the kids are all right. So they, uh. the, these goats could have stampeded the people waiting in line at the Red Lobster. They could have. But they were saved because they they fed the goats that puzzle. The probably. Heinz puzzle, yes. Yeah, seriously. They probably eat everything. Go that's the problem. Is it's not that they all they stampede. It's they'll eat anything too, so mm-hmm. God knows people's lawns are yes. like done. Um you know, it wouldn't be a fiftieth episode if we didn't have something from the Florida man. Florida man we the unsung hero. We have our Florida man story. Yes. Uh Florida man attacks victim who didn't thank him for holding the open the door to the liquor store, deputies say. Uh, this is from what? Lakeland, Florida. The Polk County Sheriff's Office is trying to identify a man who was caught in surveillance video attacking another customer at the liquor store in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, wow. The alleged attack happened at the Publix liquor store around 12.30 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. According to the deputies, the attack stemmed from the suspect getting upset that the victim did not thank him for holding the door open. The victim, <laughs> who is seen in the video, wow. by the sheriff's office wearing a tan color hat, told deputies he walked into the liquor store while the suspect held the door open. The suspect, who was wearing a green and black, gray, I'm sorry, a black and gray t-shirt and a black hat, that report, well, black hat should have been the obvious answer there, uh, then reported, reportedly asked, you don't say thank you to people who hold the door open to you? The re- victim set responded, thank you. But apparently that wasn't enough. Because <laughs> now the suspect, who originally a gentleman, started jaw- drawing back and forth. Uh, that's Southern vernacular for talking back and forth to each other. Uh, the two men are seen on the video walking to different parts of the liquor store after the initial confrontation. But deputies say the, victim's cla- the victim claims that the suspect then continued to express his anger from another aisle. According to the victim, the suspect told him, I'll kick your butt if you say another word. <laughs> uh, another word. Uh, the another victim word. told deputies <laughs> that he replied by saying, another word. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the deputies say. The suspect quickly approached the victim and started attacking <laughs> the southern the 
previous southern previously the southern <laughs> gentleman who had held the door open was now the suspect promptly with, was good to, for his word because he walked around the aisle and started beating him up. Uh, the surveillance <laughs> video shows which we can you can see on the Squares of the Roundtable page, Facebook page, repeatedly hit the victim, knocking the man's hat off. Uh, who, was in the, who was in the store with the suspect was okay. eventually able to pull the suspect away from the victim. The video shows uh, the victim and uh, the suspect giving each other the middle finger as, as the suspect leaves the store. <laughs> Thank you, Florida man. Thank you so much. Um, here's the best part. This is from the sheriff, Sheriff Judd. Okay. <laughs> Sheriff Whoa, Judd in Polk come County. Come on, man. <laughs> what are you thinking? Were your three brain cells in overload? Why don't, you just, why don't you just let it go? Get your bottle of liquor, go back to the house, and have your drink. But no, they have to have a kerfuffle right in the middle of the store. You gotta love it when cops use the word kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I believe the highlights of the story is that the guy was as smart as enough to say another word, literally, and we got the word kerfuffle. Um, <laughs> that, those are the, uh, although I will admit that, okay, uh, do I want to make Mike read the next story? I'll, I'll read the next one. I'll read this okay. one here. Okay, this is from. I, I just about died. This one's from Pink News out of the UK. Now, you take something as harmless and innocuous as Nintendo or Animal Crossing, and you find uh, an opportunity for a sex worker to get some to, to get some business. So apparently, a non-binary dominatrix is virtually humiliating clients on Animal Crossing and accepting bells as payment. So. A non-binary dominatrix has been using Animal Crossing New Horizons to humiliate clients see, during way, lockdown. You gotta see the picture of this, of this little little thing, like the little tiara and everything. And she looks like she looks like she's pissed off. I mean, really, she looks like she's pissed off. Anyway, keep going, Mike. Yeah. Sorry. Beating them with a butter, beating them with a butterfly net, locking them in cages, and accepting bells as payment. So, Denali Winter is a hairdresser and dominatrix based in San Francisco who has been getting creative with the Nintendo Switch game that is released in March and has taken the world by storm during the coronavirus pandemic. Winter told The Guardian that when the lockdown went into effect, they knew that their sex work, which have been doing for several seven years, would be severely impacted. They oh, said, yeah. Sex workers are always adapting, and this is just another layer of adaptation. I need to connect with my clients somehow. So, <laughs> great. so she she puts out a tweet saying, "You want to be my little bell, bitch? Here are some rules for those who wish to serve me. Of course, me in capital letters in Animal Crossing: New Horizons." Remember that the best pets also have joined my OnlyFans. She has an OnlyFans page. Friend code available upon request. It's Mistress Denali at Denali Winter on Twitter. Uh, Winter Winter advertises their services through Twitter, and in the game, they force clients to water their flowers and pay them bells, the Animal Crossing currency. 
If they disobey, they can be beaten with a butterfly net or locked in a virtual cage. So the dominatrix encourages clients to leave appropriate notes on their bulletin board. And Don wrote, thank you so much for allowing me to serve you, mistress. It is always such a fulfilling task to do your chores, and there is nothing else I'd like to do more. (laughs) Winter added that as a non-binary sex worker, many of their clients are interested in exploring their sexuality and playing with gender expression. Wow. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So we're while well, you're waiting yeah, in line yeah. at Red Lobster, you can put on you know, take take out your switch and go, you know, get yourself beaten with a butterfly net I by just M- love Mistress Denali. <laughs> going on in the middle of some game for kids <laughs> and, and you know that they weren't aware that at any point in time they would they would <laughs> think that this was possible and yet there's a part of me where I want to watch the, the whatever the hell it is get beat in a butterfly net you know that right this I think it'd be freaking hilarious what happens like if somebody like wanders in I, I mean i don't know the game well enough but like let's say somebody like wanders by and happens to, like, i think you have to accept like, like their friend code like you know like it has to uh, be you have to be a friend in order to interact with them uh, so it's not like in world of warcraft where you can like show up you know you have to be invited to like you want to fight them or whatever Okay. Same thing with Animal Crossing, I think. It's not like Sheldor's online, guys. <laughs> Sheldor. Sheldor. <laughs> Mistress Denali. Oh, I can't wait to get her my get my bells to her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what bells do. What do they do? I don't know. I don't know these video well, game is. I don't know this game. I really no. don't. Well, I don't. I'm not. I, yeah. I, well, I don't, it has piqued Jeff's interest now, apparently. Uh, well, not, not really. Okay. <laughs> Maybe bells are like likes. Okay. Maybe. Well, no, bells are the currency, right? Right, right I that's currency. That's the currency. Okay. okay, and the thing with Animal Crossing, it's okay, I know a lot of my a lot of my friends, my industry friends and uh-huh. everyone who look at arcade. Uh-huh. They're, they're involved in it. <laughs> they're all getting beaten up. Well, you know, they just they all got these different characters that they kind of live. It's almost having an avatar of sorts. You know, but yeah, and, and it's just, it's more expansive so, and more expressive. I, I guess it's got all these options in it. So, uh, yeah, that seems to be the new, you know, thing on fire uh, digital moment now. Yeah, it's like how, like, three uh, years ago, I don't know if Pokemon Go is still a thing. I think that was big. Well, I don't know. No, okay. Well, I, I have a good story to follow that one. All righty. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Scott, okay. our guest here for today, this week. South Korean club apologizes for evidently using sex dolls to fill empty seats in stadium. Yep. (laughs) This is out of Seoul, South Korea. The South Korean soccer club has apologized after being accused of putting sex dolls in empty seats during a match. FC FC Seoul expressed sincere remorse over the controversy, but insisted in a statement that it used 
mannequins, not sex dolls, to mimic a home crowd. Well, I mean, they are clothed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but the funny funny thing that comes out in this is um, the company that made the mannequins makes sex dolls. Of course they do. (laughs) Of course they do. That would only make this even more interesting. My favorite is how did they know that they weren't mannequins? That they were sex dolls. Somebody must have looked. Oh, yeah. yeah, seriously. Somebody must have checked them out. Like some, guy in the middle, did some guy in the middle of the game get hot and go, hey, that mannequin doesn't look like a mannequin. Just, uh, like you know, doing a little nipple check. Yeah. <laughs> you overreach, you grab her breath. There it is. Well, uh, say, from the pictures of sex dolls I've seen, they all have this sort of certain type hair. So maybe the hair in the open mouth gave it away. But some of them oh, were wearing masks, though, so you can't tell the face. But they do look a little more detailed than your average, like, store mannequin. Yeah. (laughs) This gets more weird. You know what the funny part is? I got this story, too. And you know how I got this story when we put it on the Squares page? Because Uh someone sent it to me. (laughs) Someone put this on my personal page. Because they thought, they saw this story and thought, who would find this hilarious? (laughs) <laughs> it's good to know my friends truly understand <laughs> immediately I'm like this is going on the squares page without question yes okay <laughs> so long as we're still on mannequins um, uh, okay this one's on the out of the DC eater out of Washington, D.C., obviously. The inn at the Little Washington thinks mannequins will make social distancing less awkward. So this, I was, this, this, this is already instantly not as interesting as the sex dolls in the stadium. Maybe but, they should use the sex dolls for that. Yeah. So the Michigan starred, the Michelin starred restaurant hopes to make its dining room feel less empty once customers return at limited capacity. So... The D.C. area's restaurant within three Michelin stars, famous for show-stopping presentations of its hot American tasting menus, has come up with an equally theatrical, albeit a little creepy, way to make its dining room feel less empty while social distancing protocols go into place. While when at the inn, Little Washington can host visitors inside its glamorous rural Virginia digs, Chef Patrick O'Connell plans to seat unused tables with mannequins wearing vintage 1940s-style outfits. Okay, are you? Are we sure that this isn't any different than the sex dolls? No, uh, they do. These do. Yeah, there, there's men. These look like the ones like you wear the clothes like at the J.C. Penney. Uh, the, the, these like don't look the as detailed. In the, well, right. These don't look as uh, detailed as far as in the faces and the features go. Okay. The inn plans to open for dinner on Friday, May 29th, under Virginia's current plan. It could welcome customers for half-capacity outdoor seating as early as Friday the 15th. If Virginia progresses through its first phase of reopening quickly, the Shenandoah Valley U destination may be able to serve customers inside by the time it opens its doors. So please don't cop a feel to the mannequins. Uh-huh. That doesn't say that in the article. I just added in it. Doesn't okay. No. Or don't beat them with the uh, the uh, fishing or the butterfly nets to get your bells. Why not just use like stuffed animals? Or something? 
Yeah, I, 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 I did see a picture of one restaurant using like large stuffed pandas. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Is that like Panda Express or something? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yes. That's how you social distance inside the, the Panda Express. Yes. It's actual right, pandas. pandas. Oh, well, I don't know about actual it's pandas. Awesome. I think that's against a few laws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> don't use like real pandas. And not, and not just like, <laughs> not like laws of like you can't have pandas there. Like laws like you're not supposed to have animals where we serve food or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> speaking of food, mm. uh, there was a smoothie ad that was deemed too racy for TV. Oh. Uh, the brand behind the ad, Swiss Me, has dubbed the 30-second spot health food porn. Oh. Yep. And that's just what censors think it is because now it can only be shown in the evening. It's, uh, uh, so it's on the squares smoothie? page. Yep. Yes. So what is this? What is this? What is this smoothie ad that is so risque? Well, it features a variety of fruits being seductively handled, and it ends with a smoothie exploding from the pouch. Oh my! Images <laughs> the money shot. Of the ad include two avocados shot to look like breasts. A woman's finger running up a banana, a strawberry with milk coming out of out of the center, oh. a man cupping a pair of kiwi fruit fruit, honey dripping from the top of a banana, and more. Wow! Uh, the advertising governing body Clearcast will not only allow will now only allow the ad to be shown after 9 p.m. noting it's because of its sexual innuendo involving genitalia, oh. breasts, and pores. Have you seen this? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, there's... The dude is putting, like, the, like a like an orange cut in half. The dude's just uh-huh. sticking two fingers into the middle of it. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. Fruit porn. And, and Fruit porn! And that straw and that strawberry. Uh. <laughs> One thing, see the picture, watch it in the video. Uh. It's on. The By the way, obviously video. not in an American story. I think this is from the UK or something. Yeah, like this out of the UK, yeah. Not out of the UK. Um, all right. Um, this particular story, our next story. I don't know, Mike. If, I think Mike's doing it. This particular story got a lot of shares off of our Squares page. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, I'll take it. This, um, this okay. is from Buzznick, uh, Buzznick, B-U-Z-Z-N-I-C-K. But it's on the Squares Roundtable Facebook page. Apparently, for only a mere sixty-six million dollars, you can buy Dracula's castle. Okay. Pass. That's a heavy pass right there. I know for <laughs> It is a legend that has taken on a life of its own. A story that has been the source of countless TV shows, movies, books, art, and the fears of little children and adults everywhere. The name that inspired all of these things is Dracula. Cannot count count Chocula, it was Dracula. The character from Bram Stoker's book, really has become larger than life. You can't go a single Halloween without seeing at least a dozen people dressed as his famous character. Well, for vampire fans, most will know that Dracula's castle is actually based on a real castle by the name of Bron Castle that was once inhabited by Vlad the Impaler. 
Some say that Bram Stoker based the character Dracula off of some of Vlad the Impaler's characteristics and personality traits. Well, the castle is known around the world as Dracula's castle is not for sale. The picture's up. Now, if you can zoom in real close to the gate, you can see a little Century 21 banner there right by the... By the Get way. out of here, really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So in real life, it was actually yeah. There was the the, the Vladimir Impaler. (laughs) Yeah, someone should Photoshop that in. Um, (laughs) Vlad the Impaler, who is famous for his connection to the name Dracula and the way he would torture and kill his enemies. Wow! Yeah, sixty-six million. Who? Which one of? If you had sixty-six million, would would anybody buy it? No, I'm not buying it. No, I, uh, I got better things to do. I'm here in, in America, man. No, man, uh, no, I in don't think so. Wait, hold on. In, in, a, in a heartbeat, I yeah. love Why? places like that. Just the design and everything. I'd love to live in a castle. Are you kidding me? That you would know, be so excellent. I'll guarantee it. Just to go to the bathroom. <laughs> ah, there are no windows. Well, have one of 22 bathrooms. You don't have a lot of neighbors nearby. I mean, it's yeah, kind yeah, of... seriously. Exactly part of it. And well, I guarantee in the hallways, I will not be hearing, I never said blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. No way. Uh-uh. Plus the fact, too far away from, like, real people. Well, you know, this is a bit of a fix-it-up you know, Scott, if you were to purchase that castle, i come visit, i come check it out. Would you go Would check you? it out, Jeff? Would you, Mike? No. No. Hell no. no. Yeah, I'd check it uh, out. I'd go. I'd want to see it. I, I'd no. check it out. I, th- I think it'd be fun. Would it be creepy? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but... But I think it'd be fun. We check no, it out. I, uh-uh. <laughs> Count Scotula. <laughs> What, you think you're going to run into the ghost of Vlad the Impaler? Or I don't the go- care. I'm not finding out. I am not the dumb white person. Let's go investigate. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Let's go look for, for clues, Jeff. Yeah, Let's seriously. split up. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how that always worked, right? Where it was the two girls and Fred. You know what really went on there, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So we've got a lot on the, the our other show, which is uh, Squares the Roundtable podcast. We've talked a lot about the Last Dance recently. I thought this was an amusing story to add to News of the Square. Uh, so Michael Jordan's daughter, Jasmine, used to Google her father to find out why he was so important. <laughs> she she, I suppose she could have just asked him. Well, yeah, I just but... think that's hysterical. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but while it's no surprise the viewers are gaining a new understanding of Chicago Bulls, you may be surprised that his daughter is as well. In a recent interview with the Associated Press, Jasmine Jordan explained, what her experience has been like for her. Just as a young kid during Jordan's playing days, she has said she's been texting him nonstop to talk about the episodes, and admittedly, she basically watches like watching like a fan rather than a family member. Uh, she says, quote, I'm harassing him. Uh, uh, Jordan's comment, I've been harassing him. Uh, he probably is tired of me texting. I think my brothers and I are doing it, probably alongside all his friends. 
But for me, it's like, hey, as I said, I was super young, so I'm really taking this in as a fan. I'm also trying to corroborate all those stories you were telling me all those years, trying to make sure you weren't just fabricating and making it bigger than it was. <laughs> I'm definitely texting him nonstop. I think there, has, there hasn't been an episode, a Sunday, where I haven't been like, this happened, let me know your thoughts. Um, when, I, when I was a child growing up there, during a time, I didn't, really didn't understand what was happening because I was so young. I just really didn't resonate until I got older. I laughed because actually I Googled my dad at one point just to figure out why I was why I was like, I was like, why is everyone so intrigued by you? You're just dad. You're not that cool. <laughs> he was kind of a big deal. So definitely something that's been eye-opening. That's, that's awesome. true. I mean, but when that's when so great. to to touch back on that, I mean, they did mention that this is Michael Jordan. He didn't have the social media. I mean, right. his deeds were his actions, and yeah. his 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 performance on the court is what made him so awesome and so legendary. Because he didn't have just like you know he 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 although he did have friends with. Um, uh, the, the one guy from uh, NBC, you know, a lot of sports friends. Ahmad Rashad. Yeah, Ahmad Rashad. Yeah, yeah. But no Twitter and no Instagram, no YouTube. You know, none of that. Uh, I just, just think the best part promote is, himself. Is, I just think the best part of the whole thing is that is that she Googled him because he didn't. She didn't think he was that cool. He's just dad. That's the best part of all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Even even Michael Jordan's kids don't think he's cool. That's great. That's the part that's awesome. It's like, yeah, fuck, you're just dad. I don't know who the hell you are. I don't care. Um, All right. What do we got next? Uh, Jeff posted this. I think this may be more more nerdy kind of news rather than just... uh, our usual funny story, but yeah. apparently Wizards of the Coast just released a ton of free resources for playing D&D remotely. Oh, I thought you were going to the other story about how, yeah. Ikea, how about Ikea shares how to make six different types of furniture forts. That's actually forts. more interesting than what I was about to read, so I'm going to read that instead. This is from the BoardPanda.com. <laughs> Ikea shares how to make six types of furniture forts during quarantine. <laughs> So if you're quarantining with kids who are becoming increasingly bored, IKEA Russia has your back. The retailer has just released a new campaign bringing back childhood adventures indoors. Created by an agency called Instinct, the campaign consists of a set of instructions on how to build tents, castles, forts, and other cool structures to help you get through the pandemic. Some are already using them and posting pictures of their play at home with the hashtag, which roughly translates to... Uh, Sorry. That's all right. Will it, will it protect you from goats? Mm, will it protect you from uh, Florida men who don't hold the door open for you or whatever? Probably, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or will it protect you from the uh, ghost girlfriend? Not likely, um, no. She can pass likely. through walls and stuff. Right, right through, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Actually, I might have to build that if I had to live inside Dracula's castle. And that can have Ooh. your own castle inside your home. Yeah. Wow. 
So like buying a chair and like a um, a coat rack and a couple blankets and some clothespins, it teaches you, you how to make a castle, like, like a castle fort. Mm. Have you done that? When have you done that? I've done that. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. used to take like you know sleeping over at my friend's house as a little kid. We take the the mattresses, the cushions off the couch, and then like yeah. a beach towel or two. Well, it's like, IKEA, so you know it's got to be even more difficult than it should be, right? No, it's basic, simple instructions. So, hey, okay, have you ever seen IKEA instructions? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, what am I talking about? You work at you work at a hardware store. This is like, yeah, I do have some everybody... level of mechanical inclination. Yeah, normal people are like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where's that bolt go? We, we've all built stuff. <laughs> yeah. Plus, less mechanically inclined people are like, IKEA instructions are like death. Um, oh, they, they have them all that different language, and you're kind of like, yeah. okay, what's up, Warren? Well, no. with IKEA it's stuff, it's like, with IKEA stuff, it's like, how many crazy things do you make this into? It, 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 Ivan, uh, uh, IKEA instructions are more like looking at instructions for a, a plastic model kit without numbers on the parts. You know what? It'd be like that. It'd be like that Heinz puzzle. There are more pieces than <laughs> IKEA. Stuff yeah, people don't figure out. It's all red. Right, right. <laughs> you know what's part is? I think I could get the uh, the Heinz puzzle done before I could figure out the shit from IKEA. Um, <laughs> How to build a mattress fort? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um. So Devo, Devo, you know, whip it, whip it good. Yeah, man. Devo from back in the day uh, yeah. has made a energy dome face shield that you can wear for COVID nineteen. It's like a Devo hat with a face shield. That's awesome. Yeah, you can yeah. whip it, whip it good. When a virus comes along, you can whip it. Whip it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, the, I guess, it's the fortieth anniversary of Devo. Oh my god. Right. So yes. they made these, and there's a part of me where I'm like, I that want one. one. Yeah. Uh, you can pre-order. <laughs> I guess it's a PPE kit that you can put together, but uh, it also comes with a. I guess it has some cool vintage T-shirt designs, so that's a possibility. And, and as long as we're talking about headwear, this brings us to our next story. A uh, German cafe uh, has patrons wearing pool noodle hats to enforce social distancing. <laughs> It's like the swimming pool noodles. You know, those, those, yep. you know, those, those swimming pool noodles? The floaty foam that, things? Yeah, put them on your head so you can social distance, so you can eat. There's somebody, uh, there's a gif of that, of a guy in a Target store where he's got like three of them and um, somebody turned it into a helicopter head where just like the, the, the hat starts spinning and he, and he, he floats up towards the top of the screen. Uh, I say all four. All right. Them. So, um, I don't know. I guess we're at what? Uh, these are starting to... Some of these are kind of like, eh. Like, <laughs> they, I mean, this is amusing. Like, mother-daughter craving McDonald's-built cardboard car. <laughs> to go through Because <laughs> it's drive through only now. Yeah, it's drive through over. I don't own a car. What do I do? Not, not, not just now. Ivan and I did it. Um, apparently this happened in Belgium, by the way, just so you're aware. Ivan and I... Uh, they traveled 550 yards from their home 
to their local <laughs> McDonald's in the cardboard car. Hey, hey, Scott. Yeah, we did that too. How about laying that story out? <laughs> it was basically the same thing. They told us we couldn't go through the drive-through on our bike, so the next time we went through, we walked, and I did the motor sounds, and Ivan made the order, and we walked up. Ma- manager got pissed, so <laughs> so we couldn't do that. So that we made a cardboard car, and again, I made the motor noise. Ivan did the order, and we come walking up in the car, pissed off the manager even more. We kept, we kept things like that going for about a month. Kid was hard. <laughs> That's oh, great. Every time he'd chew us out, every time he'd chew us out, I'd say, well, then just open the walk-in. <laughs> nah, seriously. And the funny thing is, I, we only lived a block and a half away, and I had a car. I was just too wasted to drive it. <laughs> so that leads us to our, our latest, you know, a lot of this is coronavirus-related, so we have our latest coronavirus-related story. Uh, why is this not coming up? Now it's not coming up? You're kidding me. You just suck it down from you. Did it? It, it died. It's not... Uh, I'll have to find it someplace else. Well, so the long and short of it is, is apparently there are doctors claiming that the coronavirus, coronavirus can be spread through farts. <laughs> well, Facebook might have screened it as like partially untrue or whatever. They're claiming it on fake news. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. All I know is I go to, MS, I go to the MSN page and it's gone now. So. Oh, oh, oh that's maybe, terrible. Maybe, maybe, See, maybe, like, maybe if a cloth mask, if we're all supposed to wear cloth masks and the virus can spread through farts, then what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It might be fake news. I don't know. All right. So, yeah, it might be fake news. We don't know. Could be real news. Could be fake news. Could be... It certainly would be interesting because if we had people fart on people's heads at Mike's work, then that would be problematic. So anyway, um, I'll, I'll let Mike handle the story that he really was looking forward to doing. Okay. Go for it, Mike. Now this one's out of TMZ. A priest in Detroit is using a holy water squirt gun for drive through mass. A Catholic priest got creative in doling out blessings and holy water around Easter time last month, and his viral method has since gotten a proper meme treatment, rightly so. The guy's name is Father Tim Pelk, P-E-L-C. He hails from Detroit. So about a month ago, he was standing outside his church and blasting his parishioners with holy water through a mini squirt gun. <laughs> oh, just to bless their Easter food baskets. Oh yeah! It's tradition, and he kept it alive. Okay. Now, by the way, it's done safely. Father Pelk stood a good distance away from folks putting up their fake makeshift drive-through and shot water into their vehicles while wearing an N95 mask and a plastic face shield and disposable gloves. Hallelujah! Responsible social distancing. Praise Jesus. Father, to you. Praise the, the Lord. Now, see, I, I, I am, I, okay. I amend my thought on Dracula's cancel. If I can bring that guy with, yes. with the squirt gun, <laughs> full of holy water, now I will go. Help me, Father Pelk. Dracula. <laughs> you, you guys don't know me very well. If you came to visit the castle, I would have it rigged up at the front door. The second you walk through, you start hearing. 
Get out. Oh, get yeah. out. <laughs> well, then you would not get the item that I was bringing oh, you God. that we so, talk about. The, the, artic- the article on TMZ says the, is, is the photos went viral. They they photoshopped him on the cover of the Doom video game where he's surrounded by demons and he's got his little squirt gun shooting holy water That's at awesome. these monsters. I'd play that. I'd play that game. In I would so play oh that. That's hysterical. And he's got the you know goggles what? and the if, face if shield Scott's and gloves. Be that way, if Scott's going to be that way about me bringing the holy water guy, I am not going to bring him the snack that I that he may not be ready for, which is chocolate covered dill pickles. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Apparently, that's now going to be a thing. Negative. Uh, no, no, no. That, I, I think that's good enough. I don't feel like we need to bring it any further. Uh, Mike has another story here uh, okay. about something about this. A woman another we... another virus story. Viral um, story. A woman goes. Woman returns to her office to rescue a banana she left in her desk nine weeks ago. Mahari Louise Brennan had the realization that when she left her office nine weeks ago due to the coronavirus pandemic, she had left a banana in her desk. Oh, and she filmed. She filmed the moment she went to rescue it. Oh. So the workplaces uh. were quickly abandoned by those who were able to do their jobs at home during the coronavirus and crisis, and hundreds of thousands of workers still don't know when they might be able to return. Had we known, we had we may have grabbed a few extra things from the office, like a calendar or our favorite mug, or to give our makeshift workplaces a more professional feel. But for one woman, her concern over what she had left behind was far more specific. It had dawned on Louise, Miss Louise Brennan that when she had walked out of her office last, she had waiting in her drawer, it had now been waiting for her to return for about, after two months, a banana. Oh, that's not banana anymore. No, no. It's, it's, it's funny. So turning it's to social media part. for support, she tweeted, knowing there is a banana in my desk drawer at work, which has been there since a week before lockdown, is making me feel anxious. The tweet racked up about 136,000 likes, with many speculating as to what the sight and smell would be waiting for her. Oh, God. And it turns out she wasn't the only one to leave food unattended in lockdown. Oh. Um, some people had, like, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of pictures of people lived with moldy food. But with the buildup and the scene set, everyone in the comments was desperate to know how the poor old banana had turned out. And oh. she didn't disappoint. Heading to work to rescue the fallen fruit, she <laughs> she filmed the moment she opened her office drawer and what remained left many baffled. Rather than coming face-to-face with a squishy, damp mess, it had become shriveled, solid, and completely black. It was cold in there. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> There's so many things I can say. I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Don't. Don't. <laughs> not gonna do it. Gonna Just ask it. Mistress Denali uh, when she's yeah, uh, not seriously. on Animal Crossing. I'm sure she is very much aware of things that shrivel up that are black. Yep. Okay. Oh boy. Oh my I have, god. By the way, I have sworn for Mistress Denali. And this is our final story of our 50th episode. And I oh, okay. find this is the perfect way to top this. Okay, I had some blood. Okay. 
Oh, okay. Oh, did you, do you have? Well, go ahead, Scott. I'll let. I'll. I'll save this one for last. Yes, please do. Uh, <laughs> no, because it sounds good. Okay. Um, Lonsine turns Teen's birthday bash into an eighteen and over orgy. <laughs> I remember. I forgot about this. <laughs> oh I would God. be careful. I would be careful answering that knock at the door if you had the sign in your front lawn. One big teen's day took an, a scandalous turn after her family posted a yard sign for her 18th birthday celebration that unintentionally made it seem like they were throwing a sex orgy. <laughs> the, the, nice. the, the extravagant lawn display was meant to commemorate the 18th birthday of a teen teen named Morgan. This is important. Spelled M O M O R G Y N. However, Liberty Dazzle's first and last letters and last of the letter. game were virtually invisible, so it appeared as if they had written orgy instead. Oh, no. If, Maybe that's where Lisa went. Yeah, that's where that Mistress was, Denali went. Uh, <laughs> If that wasn't bad enough, the 18, the number 18 decoration sat next to a partially obscured cross that resembled a plus sign, a graffiti, <laughs> a graffiti that made it seem like they were, uh, made it seem like the sexy soiree was for adults only. So, so it looked like 18 plus. He <laughs> the guy with the holy water for that. And, and, and that's done. Okay. Fire away. You can play that uh, fruit commercial. Now, now I got this from Q103, and they used to have a picture of it on there as a sign, but I'm sure you can find it on the net someplace. It's hilarious. Oh, God. God. Okay. Uh, uh, well, that leaves us to the final period. This woman, this woman will not oh, okay. be attending the orgy. Uh, this woman will not be a friend of Miss Denali. She definitely doesn't like Lisa, and she may not like a lot of the people on the planet. Because according to Time Magazine, there's a 66-year-old woman from Nebraska suing all the gay people. Yes, all of them. A Nebraska woman is suing every gay person on Earth and asking a federal judge rule on whether homosexuality is a sin. Sylvia <laughs> Driscoll, 66, described herself as an ambassador of God and his son <laughs> Jesus Christ and will serve as her own lawyer in Driscoll versus homosexual. <laughs> NBC News reports. Oh my God. The seven-page petition written entirely in cursive <laughs> Uh, oh, doesn't reference any case laws for U.S. District Judge John M. Gerard to consider, but she does quote Bible and Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. I never, the good I book swear, and the Bible. You know, the scary, you know, the scary part is, this really does sound like an Onion story, and yet it's in Time Magazine. Oh. Um, I never thought... I would see the day that in which our great nation or our great state of Nebraska would become so compliant to the complicity of some people's lewd behavior, writes Driscoll, who says that homosexuality is a sin 
and they know homosexuals know it is a sin to live a life of homosexuality. Why else should they have been hiding in the closet? Um, <laughs> oh man, I won't even get started with that. But so gay, so gay activist and columnist Dan Savage, one of the many million people being sued. Uh, yes. and signal that he'd be willing to take the stand. He's like, man, I hope I get the post. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, okay, well. Yeah, so, you know, when in doubt, forget case law, just write in cursive and quote the Bible and the dictionary. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll work out just. Yeah. And what if she's suing for, gonna... like, damages or what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, to rule on we- uh, uh, apparently to rule on whether homosexuality oh, no. is a sin. It takes all kinds, man. The best part is, don't get a lawyer for this. No, no. I'm going to go to court on my own. Because that'll, sure that'll go well. Uh, I'm going to stand on my own ground. I'm just curious. Who do, now, they, I have who, do send, who do they send the... Who shows up to be the defendants and hom- for hom- for homosexuals? I'm kind of curious how that works. Uh, Who's who would be considered the defendants? I mean, who's supposed to show up here to like? It's not did like she picked like someplace like Glad and send it to Glad or something like that, or did she just I, I, like? Did she I, just I, magically I, imagine that a whole bunch of homosexuals are going to show up or something? Or uh, I don't know. Some people, you know, they're, they're, you can't explain their process, man. I mean, you know, they go on their own little whatever tangent they want to go on, and all of a sudden uh, they want to commit some kind of hate crime, and they want to go cry out against people that don't share the same beliefs that these people do. And I mean, it happens all the time. Don't even get me started on the whole brick and mortar uh, church thing. That is, you know. No, no, we're not going to go there. No, no, not not. No, it's no, story, no, I, just, I just love the part where it's like she's representing herself. She wrote the entire thing in cursive, and then right. she didn't even quote case law. That's great. I just, I. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> It, you I know, you can't know blame, you cannot, you cannot blame the girl for trying. You can't blame the girl for trying. Sure I can. <laughs> sure I can. If, 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 if the guy can blame the, the, the ghost girlfriend for leaving, I certainly can blame <laughs> okay. her for trying that. Sure, okay, absolutely. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll shove her mouth full of chocolate-covered dill pickles or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. No. Don't send wow. her to Morgan's birthday party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I, I, we should send her to Mistress Denali. She's got a few thoughts for. Uh, Maybe she got some bells for uh, for Denali. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, click the bell. <laughs> yeah, Mike, we have a new reason for clicking the bell. Don't we? <laughs> yeah. Right. I've been a bad boy, Mistress. Uh, yeah. So go to YouTube and click that bell for Mistress Denali. You'll know when yeah. you get new content. Of course, we're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. And, of course, all these crazy stories are on the Facebook page. Hey, shout out to Scott! Scott! Uh, I don't know why we have to shout. He's right here. I'm shouting out to him. Yeah, hey, you, can, you can whisper. It's He's fine. here to... Yeah, you can just tell him. Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, hey Scott. Hey. Good job, bud. Not Thank you, man. Thank you, right. Thank you, dude. We gotta love it. Fist bump. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. We're on... Uh, 
Yeah. First, you could show this show now. This is what they call a podcast. Like it's called an internet radio show. So you use really? the internet to download this audio file onto your mobile device or whatever computer type device you're using. I don't know if you got yes. like a, like a you know, whatever those towers or a laptop or phone mm. or whatever you want to put. put it on your phone using Podbean. Yeah, Commodore 64. I think you can get it too. Podbean, Anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple, and of course, email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. That's fitty. That's fitty. Everybody, we will see you for the next one. That was a kerfuffle of a 50th episode. Yep. Yes. We never yes. did hear about the woman disgusted by what she found in the pocket of her new jeans. Did we? <laughs> no. Oh, well. Or, or the robbers that got creative and dog watermelon face masks. Watermelon <laughs> face masks. Okay. That'll work. Okay. Well, Except that fruit commercial. A, I, that seems like a tease <laughs> for next time, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, yeah. well, they're they're up they're up on the squares uh, message. All right, thing. We'll we'll uh, post okay. them up. And stay tuned. Yes, yes. Stay yes. tuned. Uh, go to Dracula's castle. Blah. Uh, Download uh, on the pod the bean. Blah. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Thanks, Scott, for stopping by. Appreciate Thanks, you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna write up an entire report on this episode in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Why are you waiting in line at Red Lobster? Take it easy, uh, folks. Yep. See you later. Bye, 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 bye.